Hey gang, this is Jay with a quick message at the top of the show here. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Sign up today and you'll get a free 30-day trial along with a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash deathcakes. They've got over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, Kindle, whatever kind of MP3 player that you use. So go ahead, go check them out. They've got all kinds of books. And remember, by signing up for that free trial, you're also helping Illy and I here at Death Cakes keep the lights on and keep this show going. So again, go and download your free audiobook today at audibletrial.com backslash deathcakes. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash deathcakes for your free audiobook and free 30-day trial. Thanks. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over soldiers like that. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over soldiers like that. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over soldiers like that. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over soldiers like that. And we'll be right back after these messages, fellas. Grab your nut sacks, squeeze your breasts. We ain't all that grown. Hey, hey. And welcome back and happy new year. This is time travel. Yeah. <laughs> well, inside, <laughs> inside joke. Oh shit! Welcome back to the first episode of 2014. Yep, new year, new uh, it's new year, old shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into the retro. I, of course, am Jay. For all our new listeners, welcome to the Death Cakes Podcast. What's up? And I'm Illy. Always been, always will be. Yeah. Welcome back. You know, new listeners, like you said, you know, welcome. First time. Hope you uh, come back again. And old listeners, welcome back. Yes, sir. So, uh, what are we talking about today? Uh, well, you know, it's a new year, but we're going to take it actually back to uh, the beginning of um, our show. For anybody who remembers the first episode, we've... Um, kind of glossed over but didn't really go into detail it's, uh and that's our uh, saturday mornings saturday morning saturday morning the staple of any child that grew up in the in the 80s and 90s yeah not so days, much anymore i don't think yeah 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 i was just gonna say these days it's um i mean it's just a day off from school but you know back then it was it was serious business it was appointment television exactly you know i mean Adults talk about appointment television nowadays, but you know the dramas and stuff. They're on TV, Walking Dead, and all that kind of stuff. But back in the eighties and nineties, Saturday is just appointment television. Exactly. You know, yeah. you were sitting in front of that TV and you were watching. So had to. You know, there was no, there were no DVRs. There was no Cartoon Network. Mm-mm. You know, and for the most part, I mean, other than directly after school, there really weren't full blocks. Of cartoons, right? You know, during the during the weekdays or even even Sunday. Yeah, there's usually nothing on Sunday. Yeah, we might have had a few, and that's about it. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and go with the question. I'll start off with you, Illy, as usual. What is your earliest Saturday morning memory? Uh, <laughs> well, for those who uh, remember episode one, you know you know where I'm going with this. For new listeners or people who didn't listen to that one. Um, I remember Ray Charles 
waking up, um, <laughs> <laughs> starting off the day because, like, um, we've said before on this show, you know, television used to go off the air. There was no, um, you know, after maybe, I don't know, because I was never up that late when I was a kid anyway. But I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to go ahead and say there wasn't TV on after midnight. Most, uh, most nights, what would you say? Yeah, I'd say midnight or, well, maybe one, one o'clock is usually, okay. at, at least central time, usually uh, that's about the time that in those days, uh, what's his name, uh, Letterman was on about midnight usually. Oh, okay, alright. So yeah, usually after midnight, and yeah. before, before he moved to CBS, he was on NBC after after uh, Johnny Carson. Oh, alright. So yeah, I mean, that I was probably about it. Yeah, so, well after that, television went off the air, and you would just have either a test pattern of colors, or you would have snow. And <laughs> there'd be nothing on TV, be off the air, nothing. Until maybe I want to say five o'clock in the morning, if if even that early. Sometimes it was even later than that. But you know, if you were if you were a kid on Saturday, you woke up because you were waiting to see the cartoons, and sometimes you'd be up so early that you would just see snow or you would just see a test pattern on on the TV, mm-hmm. and you just sit there and wait because you know anything better to do, and you wait. And then at some point, you know they would play the national anthem, and and then uh, that would bring in after that programming would resume. But NBC, they didn't play the national anthem. They played America the Beautiful as performed by Ray Charles. And um, <laughs> there is a, yeah, and he, I mean, he really got down. He, he put his foot in it. And then as his part, like I've said before, when it gets to the uh, 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 Purple Mountain's Majesty, and then he just goes and breaks down. It's like... And then you say, like, it just happened to sync with this part where they're in a vineyard and they got throws a bunch of grapes off the back of a truck. And my sister thought that was the funniest thing in the world. I don't know why. I, mean, I guess it, it, just, it just is. But, um, yeah, we'd stick around for that and then, then, then the cartoons would come on. Yeah. Yeah. And in some, uh, where I grew up, which, well, I mean, it was still a St. Louis affiliate, so it would have been where you grew up too. But, uh, um, you know, starting about. Five o'clock would be the farm report. Oh yeah! So you know, I I would be up at you know about five thirty, and I knew all about soybeans and, <laughs> and crop harvest <laughs> and all that shit because I'd be watching that stuff. Because right at, after that, that, that you know, cartoons would start. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, was that NBC or that was CBS? CBS, okay. Uh huh. All right. Yeah, I I know it was CBS because I mean we're skipping it hit a few years but it was it was always the farm report and then it went right into uh, Ninja Turtles gotcha. right after that that okay. was over at 6 o'clock so uh-huh. alright yeah that's before Ninja Turtles caught on because I remember you know when it got popular and they put it on later mm-hmm. when people were up but I remember when we first started watching it was on early you had to be up to see that shit oh yeah and there's still episodes I probably haven't seen before yeah yeah, but uh, yeah. So let's take it way back then to the beginnings, man. Um, uh, I want to say, 
I don't remember what channel this was on, you know, I, I, I could look in front of me, because I've got a grid, which kind of, um, shows kind of a general, um, you know, listing of pretty much, uh, everything here, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what year this was, I remember, but for some reason, I, I remember when, uh, My Pet Monster used to come on, I think that was one of the first shows off the, uh, you know, after the, after the, uh, program came back. Pet Monster again. You know, if, if you were with us for the last couple episodes, we were talking about toys and you know how toys and um, and cartoons were pretty much hand in hand back then. This one, th- that show was completely made up. I mean, the toy itself was just like this big stuffed animal for boys. You know, which is called My Pet Monster. That's exactly what it was. You know, um, yeah, nothing to do with anything that happened in that show. <laughs> Everything was completely made up. Um, but I seem to remember he was getting. Uh, he, he he had he had a, a boy who owned him, I guess, and I can't remember if he was in secret, like if the boy, like you know, if it was a secret or not. But the boy had a pet monster, and then um, there was a bigger one who would come out of the monster, like, like come come out of a vortex and would chase him around. It was kind of like Beetlejuice in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there there was like the regular normal world, and then there was the monster world. Got yeah, exactly. Okay, so I remember that one. Um, remember Gummy Bears like we talked about in the Disney Afternoon episode that was mm-hmm. on early and I don't I know I didn't really like that show very much but um, it was on and so you know I ended up seeing a lot of it I didn't occur to me to just change the channel most days sometimes, sometimes I just leave it right um, but actually you know what no 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 I take that back you know why because I'm actually looking at the schedule now didn't really have any other choices I mean I could watch it was either Gummy Bears or the Care Bears and fuck that <laughs> So, um, and then let's see, uh, oh yeah, well, I guess you could have, Looney Tunes was on too, and that was for like, that was an hour long, and so, uh, sometimes, if, we didn't have a clock down there in the, um, in the family room that I remember anyway, so, uh, I, I know sometimes I would leave it on, uh, Looney Tunes, but I would always flip the channels, me and my sister both, we would always flip the channels back and forth to find other things, because right after that, there was either Muppet Babies or um, Flintstone Kids, and we liked watching those shows, but we didn't know when to turn the Looney Tunes off, and sometimes we would leave Looney Tunes going and end up missing the shows and be pissed. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that was yeah. the thing, I mean, Looney Tunes usually had like a uh, either 90-minute or two-hour block there for a while on, I guess it was ABC, or no, CBS. 
Was it CBS? Yeah, it was CBS. Um, uh, well, according to this chart, it was CBS. Really? But they always, always thought... had like an hour, hour and a half block. Huh. And I always thought ABC was the one uh had had the uh, Looney Tunes stuff. No, not really. It's not. Huh. Unless they switch later on. I'm looking down on this thing. They did get it in like '86. It switched to CBS or to ABC. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the same place you are. Yeah, I see it. Okay, so yeah, you're but, going earlier than I am. That's when they had. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm a couple years older than you. Too, exactly. So. Exactly. So yeah, you remember that a little differently, but uh. Yeah. So I mean, um, what about you? What about um, I guess uh, when you got up in the mornings back then, like the earliest days, what were you what What were you getting up for? Were you just Were you just hyped up to just for the cartoons, or was there something in particular you were waiting to see? Like um, at that time of the morning. From what I can remember, I mean, there there were shows that I you know actually had to watch, and I I don't know if I was the best at telling time by the time that came around. But it was uh, always had to watch the uh, the shirt tails. I always had to watch the shirt tails. I was into Smurfs for a little while, and then, uh, of course, the the Spider Man and his amazing friends in the Incredible Hulk. I always watched that too. Now, see, I don't remember watching. The inc- Wait, are you talking about the the cartoon? Yeah, because I mean. I- for some reason, back then, Spider-Man and the Incredible Hulk... Only Incredible Hulk I remember was, you know, Bill Bixby. And right. The, you know, that one. And then Spider-Man, um, there was the one from the Electric Company, which that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now I don't remember that coming on um, in the morning. I guess that was probably before uh, before my time, huh? Yeah, that was like... Um, that was 82. Okay, yeah, I was... No, actually, 81. Oh, okay. So I was fresh out of there, so... Yeah. (laughs) I don't know that one. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that that was the one where it was Spider-Man... And I I think it's on Netflix now, but it was Spider-Man was in college, and he was roommates with uh, Iceman from the X-Men, and then Firestar, who, at the time, was made up just for the TV show... Mm-hmm. Uh, they originally it, it was going to be Spider-Man, the Human Torch, and Iceman all living together. But 
I guess uh, somewhere that they decided they needed a girl instead uh, of ha- having you know the three dudes. Right. So they created Firestar. Uh, well, and then well, like later in the girl, the, the rest of it would have been Wiener Party, Wiener Party, <laughs> Wiener Party, Wiener. <laughs> But, uh, you know, later on, in like the mid to late 90s, probably closer to the mid-90s, they actually brought Firestar into the regular Marvel Universe. She was part of the New Warriors. Mm-hmm. So she was, she did become a, an official, you know, uh, comic book character. Gotcha. And I think she's still alive, I'm not sure. Yeah, she's one of the the few people that were created for a TV show and then became a, a comic book character. The other one is uh, Harley Quinn from yeah from uh, Batman. But that's, yeah, I was gonna say that same thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of like Harley. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, the one show early on that I always had to watch, or block of shows I always had to watch, was Saturday Super Cake. And yes, and. Um, I want to save that for our next segment after the break because I want to talk about video game cartoons. Okay. They they were a they were a whole they were different. <laughs> yeah. You know. Save the least. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put that one on hold then until next time. But uh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like Super K myself. I mean, I was I was pretty young when Super K was on, but I still rem- I I still remember that one surprisingly well. Yeah. Yeah, and you know we'll we'll get to it after the break, but yeah. it was basically a block of shows. It, I, I think each uh, little show was maybe fifteen minutes or so, because mm-hmm. it was only in how long was the show? It was only. I'm vamping here while I look it up. It was an hour long, so you would get you know fifteen minute or ten minute you know chunks of shows, but it was uh, Qbert, um, Frogger, Pitfall, mm-hmm. and one other one that I'm forgetting. Oh, I can't remember, because there's another one. Oh, Donkey Kong Jr. Ju- Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong, And then yeah. Donkey Kong Jr. had a separate show. I don't remember Jr., but I do remember so Donkey Kong. Those were all the, the shows, and they, they would rotate them. Yeah. And show all these di- different shows. Yeah. And I think couple- towards the end, they did finally add Pac-Man, which at the time was a separate show. Right. I was going to say, they had but a couple they, different shows that weren't actually, part of Actually, no, they did. It was just two different networks. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pac-Man was on ABC, and Saturday Supercade was on CBS. Right. Yeah. And, uh, oh, one thing I, I wanted to bring up. Do you remember... This started to happen later in uh, in the eighties. But do you remember when every fall before the new cartoon started, there would be a special on on like a Friday night before Friday night. Yes, the um, the, the I, cartoon preview. Yeah, was it only did, did all the networks do it, or did just NBC do it? Uh. I want to say all of them did it at one point, but I remember ABC. They were the they were the big one, and then NBC had the uh, the ones called like Secret Saturday. Yeah, and now, that's the one. Yeah, there were NBC and ABC were the ones. I don't know if CBS did one. Yeah, I I don't remember. Now, uh, 
kids, if you don't know what we're talking about, like every, like the Friday night before the big fall premieres for all the shows, uh, NBC, the, the one I really, really remember is NBC because our, if, the episode I remember is when they started Punky Brewster, the cartoon, okay. which, okay, so, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, it, it had Punky Brewster, who had a, a live-action TV show, and, you know, she, I think she was sucked into the cartoon world, and she talked about her new show, and they had clips from it, because she had a cartoon about pretty, pretty much all the characters from the TV show, and then they added a leprechaun gopher that granted him wishes... Is that what he was? I just remember that like a man. I, I always thought he was a cat, but maybe he was something else. I don't, his, his name was Glomer. Was Glomer. Yeah. And uh, actually, the theme song is in my head, so let's play that right now. So, yeah, anyway. I do like that theme song. That's about the best part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, again, that's a, a theme song that kind of tells you the story of what's going to happen in yep. the show. You but, know, they uh, did that shit a lot, too. Just sorry to cut you off here, man, with the with, with live-action shows. If you got any kind of popularity, they spun that off into a um, into a cartoon, man. Fucking Alf did it a few years later. Yeah, but Alf made sense. Alf did make sense. Cause, because cause Alf was basically his life before he landed on earth exactly and that was kind of cool yeah this um, punky brewster show though i you have to assume that it was either a separate reality or that it happened during the events of you know the regular tv show and it's just <laughs> and i, oh, I man, know the know the people in the 80s weren't thinking <laughs> that way but in 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 today's world where you got movies Influencing TV like like uh, the Avengers and Shield and stuff like that. I don't know. I I just have, have a mind that, that thinks that way, and you just wonder where, where, where is Punky Brewster, who is this orphan that has a golden retriever that breaks into an old man's house and old man adopts her. <laughs> where in in the course of this show did she meet this leprechaun gopher thing, uh, Glomer? That was his name. 
And then that they had all these adventures, and they never mentioned it in the regular TV show. You know what? Well, you, once you said that, you know, I'm going to have to find... I'm sure it's on YouTube or something like that, or if they ever put it up on Netflix or Hulu or something. I'm going to have to find the original run of the Punky Brewster show, and I'm going to watch it with that context in mind, like, you know, what's going on with the... Uh, in, in, uh, w- w- with the gopher and shit like that I'm gonna try to place that stuff side by side And try to connect the universes <laughs> I gotta know now yeah, But it, it, there was that And then like I was saying like you know Then then you know Gary Coleman had a show And yeah. I, don't know, I don't remember what that was about But I remember it being on And you know Jackson 5 had a show And Mr. T like we like we mentioned Quite a few oh, times Mr. here had a, Well <laughs> I, I, I mean Mr. T you could almost say That happened after the 18. 18- well, Mr. T happened during Toughest Man in the World. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> those, those two sort of combined then. So yeah, he, he uh, saved the youth center or whatever in Toughest Man in the World, and then he became this bodyguard slash bus driver for this uh, gymnastic team that solved murders. <laughs> <laughs> the 80s, everyone. Oh, God. And I want to say... Was it Rhino or Shout Factory that put out that that uh, DVD, the best of the '80s? Probably Rhino. Yeah, if you've got it, don't you? Uh, no, I don't. I think one day I saw it at Walmart one day, and I talked myself out of it, and I went back there to get it one day, and it was, they were all gone. Ah, uh, okay. Well, if you guys go out there and get it, no, it was actually Cookie Jar. Oh, Cookie I, Jar, which sure. was um, which was geek. Yeah, they uh, put out. A DVD collection called The Best of the 80s And there's like one episode of Pretty much everything There's one episode of of Mr. T, one episode of Chuck Norris Chuck Norris There's some Thundar in there Yeah, there's a Thundar, Galtar, and the Golden Lands And Yeah, that, that happened a lot too in the 80s Where if you had any kind of celebrity or fame You got a TV show Like you said Gary Coleman did uh, what was that show about? Do you remember? I only remember it because I watched it later. Um, when Cartoon Network first started, late at night, before Adult Swim came, mm-hmm. they showed a lot of really old cartoons. Oh, okay. So, I, I used to watch uh, uh, Super Globetrotters. Globetrotters. Another one, Super Globetrotters. Yeah, and then the Gary Coleman show. And that one, he was an angel... And he was like a guardian angel in training or something, and and his boss would send him down to Earth to help some kid, you know, have self-esteem or whatever. And he could, when he came down and he had his halo on, he was invisible and nobody could see him, but he could take it off, and then he would become visible and, you know, become flesh. And he would stick the halo in his back pocket and just keep it there. And he, he could interact with people, but then when he need, needed to do something that was, you know, supernatural, he'd take it out of his back pocket and he'd slap it back on, and then he'd turn to an angel again and he could fly around and be invisible. And when they were explaining that to him in Angel World or whatever, they were saying, hey, we're going to send you down here. This is what you do. And you know, the halo comes off. He's like, what are you talking about, Jesus? <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> after <laughs> after Gary Coleman, there was um, uh, I'm trying to find it 
Well, there, there was, of course, Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling. Yes, which, uh, it, it, that didn't make a lot of sense either. My God. Mm-mm. It started it was, off, all I mean, the heels you know, were on the team, and then all the, the, what do they call the good guys? Are they heroes? Uh, the, the face. Okay, the yeah. Face. Yeah, but, yeah, the good guys and the bad guys, basically. Yeah. And I don't know what they, they weren't like, the, the bad guys weren't committing crimes. I don't, I don't know what they're doing, but there's always a competition between the two or something. Yeah, and there's one, I can't remember who it was. Was it Big John Stud or some somebody had a had a, had a theme park or something, and it and and it was really a trap or something. I had a, man, I'm gonna have to go back and and look up some episodes of that because that show was weird. Yeah, I barely remember that show. I, you know, me neither. I remember watching it because it was Hulk Hogan, you know, and I started off, you know, with Hulk Hogan coming to the ring and, you know, walking to the ring. I used to walk around my house like Hulk Hogan, man, because I was a big <laughs> wrestling fan, you know, so that would be on, and then wrestling itself would come on maybe about an hour or so later. Yeah. That'd be like after all the shows, all the cartoons went off, but uh, getting ahead of ourselves there. But yeah, Hulk Hogan's just, yeah, another, yeah, was... another show based on real people that just made no goddamn sense and just... Yeah, and then in, in uh, 84... There was a show based on a, a toy, which made no goddamn sense. I don't know if you remember this or not. It was uh, Rubik's the Amazing Cube. Like, vaguely, vaguely. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you, I hope all of you know what a Rubik's Cube is. It's a puzzle cube where you try to get all the same colors on the same face. That's all it does. You know, it has no top, well, I, I think they've got electronic ones now, but I mean, there's no electronics. It doesn't do anything other than you've solved the puzzle. This show was about a Rubik's Cube. That was found by three Mexican kids. Why there's Mexican kids, I don't know. Why but they not? found the cube in a well, if I remember right. And they solved it. And and when they solved it, then it grew arms and legs. And it had a little <laughs> blue face that came out of the front. And then it was magic. And it, like, it, it helped them, you know, it granted them wishes and all this other kind of shit. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't understand the point of this show. Hey, I really man. don't. I, I I don't understand the point, but I can understand where it came from. You know, again, the 80s, everybody. Um, <laughs> we're talking about in the boardrooms. I mean, think about it. Think about somebody's desk in the 80s. You know, you have your, 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 you know, your desk lamp, your desk clock, you know, your essential work in front of you, and then to relieve stress. You know, this is before... Stress balls and everything. You probably had a Rubik's cube on your desk. Yeah. Then you know you did a few lines and you looked at that cube and you said, "Just make this a show." <laughs> but they they made it look so easy. It was like bloop bloop bloop. Okay, and now he's got a face and arms. 
And then, <laughs> and then I think they would drop him, or so, something would happen, and then he'd get all scrambled up. So they have to solve it again and make him come back to life again. <laughs> oh man, I've got my work cut out for me, man. After this episode, just... I have to go and find all these. Kids. <laughs> it was, it was stupid. Ah oh, man, you know what? On, on that note, I think I need a break right now. Yeah, let's take a I break. I like myself. I need to walk this off. Take a break and we'll come right back, folks. All right, see you on the side, other side people. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, hey, and welcome back. Yeah. And I know we kind of rambled that last segment, but there's so much bizarre shit. Yeah, you really, you know, we had to kind of cut that one short. We're going to go down that rabbit hole. That's a whole nother episode in itself. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> this Saturday morning thing could almost turn into a couple episodes. We can mine <laughs> this thing forever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. real quick, I, I said uh, I wanted to talk about this. I want to talk about, uh, video games that were turned into TV shows, which I don't think they do much of nowadays. I don't think. I think the last one I remember was um that awful um, CGI Donkey Kong Country show. Yeah, that's about going the only on for like a few episodes. Yeah, that's about the only one that I can remember. But, uh, you know, back in the 80s and stuff, okay, they, they made these shows. And for Saturday Supercade, they, they made these shows. Like, Hubert was a puzzle game, basically. Yeah, and I mentioned back in one of our past episodes that back then, I didn't even know Hubert was a game. I had never seen the game until years later. I remember Hubert being the cartoon. Yeah, and... and that's all I knew him as. Between Hubert and Frogger and Pac-Man, Pitfall, those games, they didn't really have any kind of story. You went, like, like Pitfall, you went from one end of the jungle to the other. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, final boss or anything. Right. Uh, Pac-Man, you just eat the pebbles on the screen, eat the ghosts, go on to the next screen. So there was no story, so you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. In these in these cartoons, it wasn't a big deal. Like, like Qbert was set in the like the fifties, and and the the snake and the two little evil monsters from the game were greasers, you know, kind of like Fonz but evil. Yeah. You know, it was just weird. <laughs> but then, as you started into the Nintendo era and you had games that had an actual story I don't know what the hell went into these I'm guessing these people didn't play the games because when you make a show based on a on a cartoon or on a, a toy all you really, really have from that toy is the blurb on the back of the box saying what the toy was okay this is a good guy the good guy can do this this is the hero this is the villain leader this is the grunt blah 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 so when you make your cartoon you can take that story and go wherever you want but a video game if 
if you decide to make a TV show out of a video game, that means that video game has, is popular. Everyone has played it. So everyone has gone through the entire story. They, they know what these characters are supposed to be able to do, what they're supposed to sort of look like. And I'm focusing this conversation directly at fucking Captain N, the Game Master. <laughs> I knew you were going here. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. So. I was personally offended. Look, when um, that Secret Saturday came out, or at least even before when they were teasing it, they were saying they're going to be Nintendo cartoons. And I was like, oh my god, really? And they were saying, you know, yeah, we're going to have Metroid and Castlevania. I thought they were going to have, I thought it was going to be like Super Kid again, where it's going to, okay, there's going to be a Metroid show, there's going to be a Castlevania show, and there's going to be, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but and no. then when they did the Super, did the, uh, the Secret Saturday. Well, first of all, that's how they introduced Saved by the Bell, which um, we're not going to talk about in this episode. But um, that came on at the tail end of the uh, you know the cartoon programming mm-hmm. on NBC. All the kids from Saved by the Bell were there, and they were going through, and they were you know jumping from show to show, whatever, kind of previewing everything. They showed the intro from Captain N, and it was kind of like everything was kind of in a blender. And I'm like, oh, all, all right, <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe that works. And then the show came on. Like, and it was horrible. Because you have played these games. You know, in, in Mega Man's case, I think at least Mega Man 2 had come out. It had uh, already had at least one sequel. Had to have been. Yeah. Okay. So, you know that Mega Man is blue. Captain N comes out, Mega Man is green. <laughs> He's green, he has two hands instead of the blaster. You know, he has none of his real sort of powers. Um, Simon Belmont, Castlevania. Uh, Castlevania takes place in, like, medieval times. The, I mean, yes, it's just the 8-bit sprite, but you could tell. I mean, he's wearing, you know, like, medieval armor and... Right, he's got a tunic and an armor and, you know, armor plate and... But this, uh, this metrosexual Simon Belmont they put in here, he's got, like, a flight jacket and, and pant, and I think he had goggles and this big bouffant hairdo, and it, it wasn't Castlevania, you know? No, it wasn't, and then, um... Uh, Kid Icarus, you know, Kid Icarus. There is no kid by the name Kid Icarus. It's the name of the game. His name is Pit. Yeah. But no, no, his name's Kid Icarus, and he pronounced everything with 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 with, with us at the end, or us at the end. Yeah. And Mega Man said Mega at the beginning of everything. Yeah. In fact, I'm gonna play that intro right now. Welcome to Video Land. Welcome to Castle It's Congo Land. Mother Brain will get you, little princess. Princess, the palace is under siege. Behold, the ultimate warp zone. Kevin, I thought I told you to clean up your room. Whoa! 
Game Master. Yeah, see that. I mean, it's and bad to say because I watched the show. And Mother Brain, what, what, what was the decision? What was the design decision there? It sounded like the old, um, like the old Tom and Jerry cartoons, you know, with the old, uh, the black lady who's the own Tom. No, it it was the it's the lead singer from one of those old Motown groups. He he also did the voice for Audrey too in in the remake of of uh, All uh right. Little Shop of Horrors. He was also the the voice of the plant on there. It why? I don't know why. This is I, I don't know. So because he sounds like a crazy old black lady. <laughs> <laughs> but Mother Brain isn't a crazy old black lady. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I I don't know either. And that design of Mother Brain is just crazy. Yeah, that's it, it's frightening. You know, it's like it's up there with like better people design. Yeah. Yeah, and then even with, with games like Super Mario, Super Mario had the Super Mario Super Show, which was a weekday show. It wasn't uh, mornings, but then when Super Mario Three came out, they had a TV show for that, and that wasn't bad. That that was actually closer to canon than yeah. The other I, I mean, of it. they used a lot of Super Mario Two bad guys in there. Uh, well, uh, that's in, in in Super Show they did. In, in Super, Super Mario Three, they used. Did they? they kind of okay. stuck with three, but they changed all the uh, the Koopa kids. They changed all their names. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Yeah, I didn't either. But that was still closer to the actual game, right? And then Super Mario World came out, and that had nothing to do with the game at all, other no. than the fact that Yoshi was there. Because they and they went to Dinosaur World, and there's cavemen that they're living with, and all kinds of bullshit. Yeah, I didn't like that show. Hated that show. Well, no, I take that back. Because remember that, that one Thanksgiving when we stayed in St. Louis and my mom and dad got us a hotel room for the whole family, basically? Yeah, I remember. And there was the pool that, that was downstairs and we, mm-hmm. went, we, we went swimming in the morning and we had to get out in time to get back to, to the room to watch uh, Super Mario World. So we, we did watch it. We'll see. Uh, okay, maybe we did, man. I, I, I guess I, I guess I'm looking I remember back this we game. had to hurry and get out of the pool and get back to the room so we could watch. It. I remember we had to get up. We set it. We set an, uh, an alarm on. We didn't have an alarm clock, or maybe we did, but we didn't wake one wake up right else. Had a set an alarm on our watches for something else, and I'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, no, I'll get to that in a little bit. We used to get some of this uh, 90s but, stuff, but uh, yeah. But I, I mean, other than that, and. That sort of continued on for the rest of video game cartoons, which, I mean, we'll touch on that in another episode. Stuff like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, there has never been a really good video game cartoon. No. No. Well, I, I take that back. In the 80s, there was there were two, which were uh, Dragon's Lair. Uh, space Ace. We'll see. Were those okay? I was always I was never really sure about that. Those shows, those games came before the shows. Those games came before the shows. Okay, I and, did not know that. I always yeah. thought the shows preceded the games. No, those those, those uh, games came before. At, at least for Dragons Lair, I am not sure about Space Games. But uh, if you don't don't know Space or uh, Dragons Lair was an arcade game, 
And I think it was the first game ever to use like a laser disc inside. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was created by Don Bluth, who used to work for Disney, and then he branched out and opened his own animation studio. Uh, he's the guy behind uh, American Tale. I'm blank blanking on the other stuff he did, but he was, you know, he was a big sort of Disney rival in the 80s and early 90s for mm-hmm. for feature length animation movies. You, uh, this this goes off topic, but you just said something right there. What the hell happened to that character in that franchise, American Tale? He went west. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, and then, well, he he did have a cartoon in the 90s. Because I don't think anybody remembers it. I mean, that's 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 almost as obscure as uh, Gargoyles is now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. But uh, anyway, yeah, he had a series of games, you know, Dragon's Lair, which, which was really sort of a point-and-click kind of game, where you would see it wouldn't look look like regular arcade graphics. It looked like a cartoon. It was like QTEs before QTEs existed. Yeah, and you would watch the, the scene, and then you had a joystick. I, there may have been buttons, I, I don't remember. But then, like, over in the corner, you would see the hero riding towards the castle. And in the corner, you would see, like, the road, the fork in the road, the right side would start to flash. So you had to move the the joystick over there really quick to make the animation go that way because if if you didn't hit it in time he would die and there would be all these beautiful animations of the was his name Dirk I think it was Dirk yeah Dirk would be Dirk dying you know he'd he'd fall off a cliff or he'd get burned and just be a skeleton you know just beautiful animations but uh, that was basically the game It, it, it was a cartoon that you sort of acted out in so the cartoon was an extension of of the game, and that worked. You know, same same with uh, space, space Ace, which was set in the future, and you know, same sort of QTE combat or moving around, and basically just watching a story. Right. So that worked too. All right. But other than that, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of video game cartoons that were any good. Yeah. But. Uh, Moving on, I'm, I'm off my video game cartoon soapbox now. So what else yeah. do you want to talk about? I mean, let's just talk about something, you know, um, some of the stuff that you really liked from back then, you know. And, um, you know, I I remember I had to watch uh, Land of the Lost, even though I didn't know what time it came on. I know it was always early. A lot of days I'd miss it. But they, they showed, I guess, because re- that show was from the 70s, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they re-ran that. Land of the Lost, I had to watch that if I could catch it. Um, Supercade, which for what it's worth, I enjoyed that. Um, Muppet Babies, I mean, that was that was. Oh, yeah. That was, I mean, yeah, again, call it back to uh, episode one, you know, Muppet Babies, and then for a while they made it Muppet Babies and Monsters, and they switched it back um, <clears throat> because the Monsters segment wasn't very good. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of the other stuff. I used to catch. Uh, oh, um, we talked about these back in our early uh, point fives, uh, one point five and two point five. Um, Galaxy High and oh, yeah. uh, and Teen Wolf, the series. Yeah, those were. I, I love those. Those came on back to back. If I if, if I remember right. Yeah, I'm on, pretty uh, sure they did. Yeah, I think there was C- 
I want to say it was CBS. It might have been NBC. Now, while I'm looking right here, actually, nope, CBS. So yeah, those shows, and actually two two of my favorite uh, theme songs from back then. Yeah, and then, um, well, Teen Wolf was one of those like it took place after the first movie, but sort of it sort of changed things around. Yeah, like you added. Know, like added. Didn't like, have his mom, but added a granddad and added a sister. Mm-hmm. Or no, added, added granddad and a grandmother. Yeah, and see, I wasn't even. I hadn't see. I I wasn't aware of Teen Wolf back then. I was a little kid, mm-hmm. so I didn't know, you know, how the show differed from the movie. And I'm pretty sure if you were older and you watched both, you probably thought, probably thought of it the way we thought of some of these other uh, conversions, like, like Punky Brewster and whatnot. But I mean, I like Teen Wolf. Yeah, know? I did too. I did too. Um, uh, what else? Kid Video, which we, <laughs> we brought that up a few times on here. That was yeah. Good. Yeah, I, I think a lot of our favorite shows were actually in our point fives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, it just so happens they used to have they had great theme songs too, which is the point of those episodes. And so, yeah, it just so happened. Yeah, I mean, before we jump to the nineties, you know, in the eighties, yeah, I had to watch all those shows you mentioned. Um, also, had to watch the real Ghostbusters. Which I was the same. I had not seen the original Ghostbusters movie at all. I just saw the cartoon. Yeah, but yeah. Um, when you look back at both of them, I mean the the cartoon was actually done pretty well. Yeah. Except for when they changed it, when they made it uh, slimer when, in the real yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, when they made it a little more wacky and you know. Yeah, they, they focused too much on slimer. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I watched the Littles. Had to watch the Littles. Oh, the Littles! Oh, the Littles! Hell yeah! Um, the Littles and um, Charlie Brown had a had a Saturday morning show. Mm-hmm. So that, that was and a good one. The two Star Wars shows, Ewoks and uh, Droids. Yeah. And oh, off on a tangent. I know we talked about in episode one and Taj Mahal singing the theme to Ewoks. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a Blues Station the other day, and they played a Taj Mahal song. I don't think he's the same guy. <laughs> because he did not have that deep, froggy voice he had for Ewoks. And he was hoarse from. I don't know if he, he was smoking a lot before he recorded that, that uh, theme or what. He had to, because that theme is awful. <laughs> I love that theme. <laughs> you have, you have to say it is better than the one the uh, the one they used for the second season. Oh, totally. That was that was you know. The that second was real season, they and cleaned up, and yeah, know, they tried to they, mimic the uh, the Wub Nub song from the end of of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, and which just makes bad. more sense considering what where it came from. But uh, they, uh, but yeah, so now nah, it's better than that. But I mean, still, I, I listen to that. You know, it's 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 comedy to me listening to that song. Like, yeah. what the hell was going on here? Yeah. Oh, and a big what the hell was going on? Do you remember the show Kissy Fur? Uh, with the the the, the bear the, from, from yeah. the circus. Yeah. What the hell was that? I. It was okay. I remember there being the the bear and his dad. They escaped from the circus, or they traveled with the circus. They they were on a train, and they, they were going across the swamp. And I think the train derailed, and the swamp opened a. Like a portal or something, they went to some other swamp and then they could talk. 
Okay. Or something. Yeah. That was fucked up. <laughs> it was. I was gonna say <laughs> because I remember the alligators always trying to trying to eat them. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot about that show. I do. I, I know I watched it though. Yeah. At least for a while. And then um, one other thing I always had to watch was uh, the Saturday Story Break. Oh, of course. With uh, first it was. I forget his real name, but it was Captain Kangaroo. Bob Keeshan. Yes, thank you. Bob Keeshan. Yes. He started it, and then by the like that. early 90s, it switched to uh, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yeah, and uh, that when, when, when Keeshan was hosting it, I mean, for a while it confused me and my sister, because we were like, isn't that... That looks just like Captain Kangaroo. In fact, isn't that Captain Kangaroo? <laughs> And Oma had to explain, yeah, that's him, but his real name is, you know, this is this is his real name, and this is what he does when he's not Captain Kangaroo. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, so it was funny, so then when they would show Captain Kangaroo on PBS, we're like, hey, it's, <laughs> it's the Bob Keeshan show. <laughs> Stupid. Um, do, do you remember, uh, what was this, 86 or 87? Maybe, like, they rebooted Archie. As like, a new Archie's? Yes. Yeah. That came on. I remember that. That was yeah. good. And it, I remember, I think it was Burger King and McDonald's. They had the toys, like, where they were in bumper cars or something. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of those lying around for a long time. Yeah, I, I just remember having Moose. Yeah, I think I had Jughead and um, uh, Reggie. Yeah, that happened That happened in 87. Okay. And they gave, him, they gave Archie, like, a mullet. It was... <laughs> Kind of like the other 80s teen show. It was like art. It was like the regular Archie comics mixed with uh, Beverly Hill Teens. Beverly Hill Teens. Oh, they that had was the, the weird, uh, you know, 80s show. outfits and hair and stuff. Yeah, it was fucked up. I I like that show. The only thing, only episode I remember is the one when they were trying to save a tree from being cut down. Yes. I'm changing the tree or something, something, something. And <laughs> don't I'll stay here down, forever till they don't cut it down, <laughs> cut it down. I remember that. And then he moved. He's like, hey, I ain't changing the tree no more. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was yeah, like breaking. They're trying to save the community center. So they're trying to save the tree. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else. What else is out there? Um, Dude, how are we forgetting um, uh, Pee Wee's? Oh, of course. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse, man. I want to say it came out when I was maybe five or five or six years old. My mother hated it. Could not sit my hate hate. <laughs> Did not like the show. Didn't like Pee Wee Herman. My dad thought it was hilarious. My dad loved Pee Wee, <laughs> so it was always this. You know, my dad would sometimes sit there and watch us, be laughing along with us, you know, and uh, my mom she'd be off somewhere else, like ah, show stupid, I can't stand it, you know, and. Um, it wasn't until they started re-airing it that I caught like all of the adult humor that, and like like the real you know fucked up stuff that's actually going in there. Yeah, I know. That went by. Yeah, I didn't really notice all the stuff. Like I like, oh okay, now that's you know now I see. <laughs> but uh, you know like uh, there was the one I, they were showing it on Adult Swim for a while, and that's where I saw the stuff. And then uh, I remember the one he was talking to Cowboy Curtis, and he was he was saying uh, he gave him his wish. Uh, and he has this one wish from John B. every day. And he let Cowboy Curtis have it. Lawrence Fishburne, everyone. And he said, um, 
Uh, well, can I get a new? I, I wish for a new pair of boots. Gil, his boots were uh, were screwed up, or you know, they're worn out. And so he's like, "Oh, what size?" He's like, "Oh, size nine. And then Pee Wee said, "Oh, big feet." And so then <laughs> Cowboy Curtis is like, "Well, you know what they say about people with big feet, don't you?" And he's like, "No, what?" And he's like, "They got big boots." And then you see Pee Wee look at the screen like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a kid, you're like, "Ah, yeah, they have big boots." And you're an adult, you're like, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, Pee Wee." No. But uh, the Missy Vaughn stuff, I mean, oh, that that shit was. I don't know how they got that past uh, past the network. Yeah. Yeah. Nice kids are stupid. <laughs> And so, because I didn't catch any of that but, shit. But, yeah. Yeah, but I think that's, at least for me, that, that's all from uh, the 80s. Yeah, there's a few random stuff. Um, I mean, well, they made uh, Garfield and Friends. That came out. Of oh, before. yeah. And that's on Netflix. Yeah, and it's great. That's the only version of it I like, too. I don't like any other. Uh... Yeah, that was still when Lorenzo Music was alive and was doing the voice of Garfield. Yep. Isn't it funny though? Um, kind of a tangent here. We were just talking about the real Ghostbusters. Um, he was he did the voice of uh, of uh, Vinkman. Yeah, until he died, and then uh, yeah, and Dave Coulier took over as Vinkman for the last season. Yeah, but they had Vinkman sounding kind of like sounding somewhat like Garfield. But then in the Garfield movie, Bill Murray plays Garfield. And you know that's why they hired him. It has to be. <laughs> it has to be. Why Even though, according to Bill Murray, he didn't know what fucking movie he was doing. He he was just given the script and he read the lines. Oh, horseshit. He didn't know he was Garfield. That's what he says. Oh. <laughs> too much crystal head vodka. Yeah. Ackroyd. But, but uh, uh, let's uh, take a, a quick break here. And then we're going to jump into the 90s. We're going to talk about stuff got really weird yeah alright be right back folks alright last segment of random talking about the Saturday morning com- or cartoons. <laughs> I mean, hey, some of you guys might be lost here and like, look, we actually did enjoy these shows, you know, for the most part. I mean, the one, I mean you know, some of the stuff we look back on now and it's like, yeah, it's Doctor. There are a few we're back there and we're like, yeah, this, this is bullshit. But I mean, we were up watching this stuff. We were eating it up, man. Yeah. And honestly, we're going to have to have another episode to talk about some of this stuff because we can't fit in everything that's why we're jumping around because we're trying to fit in everything like oh yeah but uh let's jump into the 90s and talk about some of the shows there that we liked and some of the really weird stuff okay because the 90s was when Fox burst on the scene yep it was hat in the ring yeah now Fox was still they, they were almost like an independent station 
Really? They were independent. In fact, I mean, uh, up, really up until maybe the mid '90s, were they not? Yeah, but they had no. They had no. Uh, like. Local news affiliate, you yeah. know. So that there, there's never any TV news at six and ten. There's it, right. it was usually you know cartoons that, that they had. I think old TV shows for a while. Well, a lot of old uh, movies. And, yeah. Until they they started creating their own shows like Simpsons and Married with Children and stuff like that. Right. But and, for you know, oh, that's another man. That's another episode right there, man. Just uh, Fox Rod- Sunday Night, Fox, yeah. man. Fox, well, everything Fox, man. You know, when they really started uh, with their original programming. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man! Some of that stuff. Yeah, uh, but, but um, the '90s is when they burst on the uh, the scene with Fox Kids, and that's where you saw the premiere of shows like Bobby's World. Yep, Howie um, Mandel doing the voice of uh, Little Howie. And just mm-hmm. kind of made it a new character. Yeah, um, Tom and Jerry Kids, which is kind of stupid, but yeah, I didn't like that show. Uh, but then they had shows like, like uh, Tasmania, which was the Tasmanian Devil, but it was his family. You know, his his dad kind of talked like Bing Crosby, and <laughs> you know, he he was. The Tasmanian Devil was the only real wild, crazy one. Everyone else was just kind of laid back. And, you know, didn't they have a turtle named Dog or something? Something like that. And yeah, he was. Um, I mean, he was still Taz, and as you pretty much remembered him from the old uh, Looney Tunes stuff. But then everybody else, you know, had they like like you said, they talked and they were kind of normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's was... still spinning around and spitting and slobbering on everybody. Yeah, and then of course. The premiere of of Batman the Animated Series happened. Yes. On Saturday mornings. They also had X-Men and that second Spider-Man cartoon. Now, X-Men, that came out, um, the, the, Batman was first, right? Batman was first. And then X-Men a year later. How did they get, how did they pull that off? Who knows? To where they got, you know, Fox and, or excuse me, uh, Marvel and DC. Big, well, they, they were properties. They were independent then, and at the time, yeah. But did Warner Brothers own DC at the time? I don't think they did. Oh, that you know, that's a good question. I don't know either. Well, because it because Batman question. Batman moved to the WB when the WB started. Well, the WB network didn't. The WB didn't have a network, but Warner Brothers, I thought, had. Wow, that's a good question. When did Warner Brothers get DC? They might. They might. They may not have had it yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm not for sure. Okay, but I'm, well, I'm, I'm sure back then they they didn't care. You know, licensing wasn't as big of a topic as it is now. Yeah, I guess not. You know. Yeah, I guess that's that's that's, I guess that's right. But uh, oh, they also had the tick. The Tick. Yeah, that was a little... <laughs> the Tick is one of the greatest cartoon shows ever. You know, I, I never read the comic, and I hated the live-action show. Yeah. But the Tick cartoon was one of the funniest shows. The Tick, and then um, Earthworm Jim, where they, where they spun off. That Oh, there there you go, there's one. Oh, yeah. Earthworm Jim, the show, was awesome. Yeah, that was... A, 
that will, uh, hold on. That, While I'm I look it ahead. up, I'm gonna play the theme for that, that show. Big muscles and his really big ray gun. Jim is still an earthworm, but then he's the only one with a super suit to make him really super strong. Jim can be a winner if we only sing a lot. We think he's mighty fine. A hero for all time. Okay, I found it. It uh, started in '95. '95. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was the, yeah. The, the 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 game came first. The show came after, and the show was hilarious. Yeah, Earthworm Jim came out. Actually, no, I take that back. Earthworm Jim came out on the WB in '95. Mm, it wasn't okay. on Fox. Was well, not Fox. Okay, <laughs> there you go. But it it came out the same year as Freakazoid. Oh, that was shit. <laughs> that was pretty damn funny, too. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, no, Freakazoid came on during... Because th- this is the WB era now in, in 95, so I think that was a daily show. In the I thought it started... This chart with... only has Saturday mornings. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I thought, I thought Freakazoid might have started on Saturdays and then moved and then went daily. Maybe they did. I don't know. I don't know. But we're getting off uh, off topic here. Yeah, man. we're getting way off topic. 90s here. cartoons, man. So yeah. by this point, we've got, um, uh, again, you know, in keeping with all the popular stuff that got turned into um, into cartoons, uh, and just, you know, the California Raisins had a show. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But cause by the California Raisins, that's kind of an 80s phenomenon, you know? Only by the 90s, they were kind of, they were kind of passe, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. Know, they kind of missed the vote on that one, but they—I mean, it was on for maybe a couple seasons. Yeah, yeah, it was on for a while, and then uh, let's see, other thing. Well, we had the premiere of of uh, Pro Stars. <laughs> which, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> just, if if you don't know, um, Pro Stars was a short-lived cartoon which starred. Um, 
Wayne Gretzky, mm-hmm. Bo Jackson, yep, and Michael Jordan. Yes. And they were secret heroes. They fought crime. They fought crime. They had a they they had like costumes and their weapons were all like sport themed. They had, Jordan had, had a basketball that could do stuff and Bo Jackson I think he had a I think he carried a baseball bat even though he played both football and baseball. Yeah, they kinda left they they kinda kept him baseball. I don't think he did too much football in that uh in that show, you know what? You know what? Because by then, by then he wasn't playing football anymore. Oh, okay. He got injured. Remember, he oh he had, yeah he, he had uh, and so he decided to just stick with the uh, baseball. He he let football go. Yeah. And uh, Wayne Gretzky, of course, had hockey stick and hockey stuff. Yeah, and I remember Bo actually picking up tree trunks and swinging them at some point. That yeah, Bo was like super strong, and, <laughs> he was, like, and Wayne team. Gretzky ate all the time. I don't remember what uh, Jordan did. That was weird. But... He hot sneakers. <laughs> pretty. Much, I mean, that's all the show was. Pretty much. Yeah, sell their shit. Yeah, and then you had you know at the beginning they had their little uh, live action promo and they talk and then they go yeah. into the show and they come back at the end and tell the kids to train say the crazy thing. Oh, wrong. Um, wrong guy uh, but yeah they, they, they give him a little PSA and then sign off ah oh, man um, you know another thing that they were big on uh, you know besides Pro Star I mean we, we keep talking about these shows with these uh, these live action characters you know they had some show called Gravedale High which mm-hmm. is like um, it was just a bunch, it was you know they, not to be confused with Monster High it, with little dolls and stuff they have for, for girls now but no, I was. I mean, it's literally what it was. A bunch of monsters, like mummies and ghouls and shit. And they all went to high school. But their teacher was Rick Moranis. Yeah. Now, why? Why? Yeah. I, for what reason? Because he needed a vehicle. And, uh, you know, the show that we always talk about, We Hate Movies. I don't know if you heard their uh, episode about the core. I'm kind of, nah, I'm behind on We Hate Movies. Yeah, but they but, they uh, mentioned uh, doing doing that, that show for their other sideshow animation damnation <laughs> which okay you know what I want to shout them out real quick about that too because and we did this we, we, we did on Twitter but I just want to say we recorded that episode about um, you know that Christmas episode and I mentioned the He-Man and She-Ra special like <laughs> probably about a, a week or two before we uh, released it just so happened is that same week they did their first animation da- uh, damnation <laughs> with the She-Man and she special <sighs> You guys need to check that out. If you didn't see it on our Twitter, um, go yeah, go to whmpodcast.com and uh, look up that episode right there. And I'm telling you, it is if you haven't, if you have, it's not on Netflix, you'll probably find it on YouTube or something. But um, or save yourself the trouble and just listen to them talk about it. It is it is fucking fun. Oh man! Talk so about shout out, we hate movies. Man. I love that show. Yeah, yeah. But um, another one's uh, Camp Candy, which uh, that was in in, in your. Uh, you had a point five, twelve point five, I think. Yeah, we talking about Which, that. I right? like that show. Me too, but uh, again, why? Why was it John Candy? You I know, it, it, it was something about giving giving celebrity shows, like even uh, uh, Macaulay Culkin had a show. Oh God, Kid yes, show. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna get in there and why? You know, well, nah, that I understand. Home Alone had just come out, and Home Alone, uh. Home Alone had just come out. I think he had he had a couple other other movies under his belt. 
He was in the Michael Jackson video. He had the Pepsi campaign and all the other shit going on. Mm-hmm. So he was popular with kids, so I can kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, John Candy. Oh, he had Uncle Buck yeah. around that time, I think, 90 or no, 80 something. True, but, you know, I mean, and, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of kids saw that movie, but I mean, were a lot of kids saying, hey, their favorite uh, actor was John Candy? Well, what about <laughs> this? How, how many kids said, oh, I love fucking Martin Short as Ed Grimley? <laughs> on, because oh, I, I love watching one. him on, on, uh, Saturday Night Live at, at midnight in the 70s. <laughs> how many I fucking kids said that, that but. Goddamn, Ed Grimley had a TV show. I forgot about that. That was back in that was at '88. Yeah, I think so. That that belonged in the back in the last segment. But oh shit, I forgot. They they sure did make an Ed Grimley show. <laughs> oh my lord! They give everybody a show. Yeah, they also had a show. Um, well, you want to talk about you know music stars had shows too, like New Kids on the Block had a cartoon for uh, a season. Um. One Which, that full disclosure, on, on full my, disclosure, uh, full 12. disclosure, <laughs> full disclosure, I watched that show one time. I hated New Kids on the Block, like, with a passion. Like, yeah. the, the group, New Kids on the Block, whatever. I thought, even, you know what's funny? Is back then, I thought they were like a, um, they were like a lame, like, watered-down New Edition. And that's exactly what they were, because the manager from New Edition got fired, and so he went and, um, or, or, or they switched record labels or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, he went and made another group, and that was them. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't it's, know that. Yeah, it's hilarious, but they um, yeah, and they came up with this cartoon, and just out of curiosity, I had to know what this show was about, and it was retarded. I don't remember it. I, I really you know, remember. I I just remember watching that one episode. We just, we had to see it. Yeah, we just had to know. But yeah, that was one. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that made no sense was a uh, kid and play. <laughs> it, it it didn't either. It. Uh, I mean, and, I I don't remember where where they solving crimes on New Kids on the Block, or was it know. just every day just being? There? I don't remember. I really don't remember a, a lot about that. I remember watching one episode. We it was it was stupid. Um, Kid and Play was not that. Kid and Play was just them. Was just yeah. Kid and Play just having parties. Were they going yeah. to like high school or was it just them just out? I think they were in school and they were trying to party and get books so that they could um, perform and so and there was like this one time when um, this one episode I remember where um, they were babysitting uh, like babysitting like kid's nephew or play's nephew or something and okay. they, they they couldn't pass him off onto somebody else so they just took it with them to a performance but then the little baby took the mic and started rapping and so a promoter was there and saying he wanted to put him on he's like oh you want to book kid and plays and no we want to book the baby and so it was like just shit like that you know, I don't know. Yeah, and then of course uh, this is right on the on the heels of House Party, which yeah, not you know, yeah. But and then I talked about it on on twelve point five. But in case you didn't hear it, I'm gonna play the theme song again. No, please don't. Yep, yep. We get two minute break because I'm gonna play the Hammerman theme. God damn it. Shoes from a hip hop Motown dude. 
that they had power. They stood up for what was right. But Gramps was getting old, and he couldn't keep up the fight. Right. So Gramps and his granddaughter, they went out on the road Certainly. to find a man they knew could jab who was worthy of the load. They met a guy named Stanley, Stanley. who was dancing every night. He helped the kids play every day. His heart was out of sight. So Gramps opened up the bag and took out the magical shoes. He set them on the ground, and they soon began to groove. Right. The shoes knew at once they had finally found their man. They hopped right on his feet, and he became I hate that Hammerman song. <laughs> he explained the whole show in in two in, in the most cumbersome rap lyric I've ever heard. Gramps opened the bag. He took out the magical shoes. He set them on the ground. The shoes began to move. I'm like, yeah. And, uh, I, it was something about the '90s, you know, because rap was becoming popular in in you know. Like corporate America's eyes, so they had to had to uh, cash in on it real quick. So, yeah, just like everything had like, a terrible, you know, rap jingle or rap uh rap yeah, commercial. Like there, there was a show Yo Yogi. <sighs> I remember that. But oh I, I mean, God. shows like Kid and Play, Hammerman. Uh, there's another show from uh, Damon Wayne. It's called Waynehead, and a show with. Tone low. It was Sea <laughs> Bear and Jamal. Yeah, Sea Bear and Jamal. Okay, <laughs> these low. shows they had this weird sort of animation style where I don't know it, it was like hyper realized or kind of graffiti ish. It was really ugly, but it was it was rap, or at least yeah. it's what they saw as rap and and cool. So that's the way they did this animation. But it just looked horrible. I mean, it was a lot of a lot of blocky lines and and a lot of edges and points you know on yeah, stuff and stuff would be like at a like a like a like a skyscraper would be like at a slant or at a curve you know yeah and just be like weird colors and cuz yeah. it was 90s and cross colors and you know that's what those people like but what <laughs> I'm sure that's what they said in the boardroom too yeah uh, and 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 for the what reason I don't know cuz it looks like nothing i remember but but then um you know they that resurfaced. Do you remember when um they, it uh, was 2007 2006 Andre 3000 had a cartoon and oh, they used yeah. that exact same style of uh, art and animation. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't get it. I I don't get it. It's ugly. If you're making a, a TV show to attract kids, I mean I'm not trying to make any kind of pro black stance or anything. But it, it just wasn't appealing visually. Yeah. I never watched the shows because they just look stupid. Yeah, and I remember I, I I know I know I've seen quite a few episodes of um of Kid and Play, but I mostly only kept it on there because yeah I, w- I would go in there to watch the uh the intro because they just did a version of a uh, role of Kid and Play, mm-hmm. and then I switch over to uh, TMNT on CBS. Yeah. It. I don't know how to explain it. It just, it just wasn't good. Nah. You know. But, um... Oh. 
one other show I forgot of, of giving celebrities a show for no reason. But this, this show was fucking awesome. It was Super Dave. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, if well, you guys don't know, Super Dave is a character from a comedian. I forget his name. He's the brother of of uh, Al Brooks, the actor, the comedian actor Al Brooks. His brother created this character called Super Dave, who was like a like an evil Knievel kind of stuntman, but his stunts always went wrong. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up the internet yeah, Bible here real quick. Super Dave, and um, but in a way that kind of makes sense because Super Dave was pretty much a cartoon. Yeah. It, okay, I've got it. Yeah, Super Dave Osborne was a character created by Bob Einstein. Bob Einstein is the brother of. I just said it. Uh, Albert Brooks. Yeah. Albert Brooks, who, you know, you've seen him in all kinds. He, he was Marlin in Finding Nemo, that guy. Okay. So, uh, any, anyway, Super Dave is this, this uh, stunt man, and all the stunts always go bad. I mean, he's been around, he, he's been doing this character since the 70s. He showed up a lot on Johnny Carson, on David Letterman. I think he had a. I think he actually had a movie for a little bit. But he was. He was a. Just this guy whose stunts never quite worked, and and he had this Asian sidekick that was supposed to set up all the stunts. Right. Was named Ping. Nah, it was Fuji. Oh yeah, Fuji. And so the the show was basically him trying to do all these stunts and then slamming into walls and stuff like that. Right. You know, but it was funny as hell. Yeah, and that was really cheaply animated too. Like, like uh, uh, to say something about these Fox shows, I, I don't know if it was all the same studio or not, but all the original shows other than, like, you know, like they had Tom and Jerry and Tasmania. But, you know, the shows like um, uh, Super Dave and uh, what do they have? Uh, Bobby's World. Bobby's World and... Uh, Little Shop of Horrors cartoon. Mm-hmm. It all uses really cheap, like kind of sketchy animation. Yeah, very close to the same kind of animation that uh, Hammerman and stuff did. But Hammerman did it on purpose as a stylistic choice. These other shows did it more just, I think, for cost. Yeah, well, I, 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 I can probably I can understand that. You know, cause, again, Fox independent. Mm-hmm. You no, know, um cost uh, decision there uh, yeah I remember that was that was funny I like that that was a funny show and it's actually in- interesting to note when, when we get into the 90s that's when the major networks started cutting back on their cartoons As, uh, starting in in 92 you would start to see where like CBS would have an hour of Garfield an hour of Ninja Turtles and then maybe two or three other shows on the roster. Uh, NBC quit showing cartoons completely by the fall of '92. Yeah. So really, the only the only stations putting out new shows were ABC because they had the Disney block of, of shows. Plus, that they had uh, they had the Bugs Bunny and Tweety license from Warner Brothers at the time. So you would see consistent shows from them, 
USC shows, of course, Fox. NBC really didn't put out a lot of new stuff. Right. I, I'm sorry, uh, CBS didn't put out a lot of new stuff. They had uh, Turtles, Garfield. They had Little Mermaid for a while. But then, you know, they all very slowly sort started dropping off and losing a lot of shows. Right. Yeah, I remember by mid-90s, um, was it NBC, I guess? You know, they had, like, almost no shows at all, and it was just um, live-action stuff, and then NBA, and, like, sports coverage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know? But, um, I mean, <clears throat> before that, though, I mean, you had... I'm trying to think of some of the some of the really cool stuff from um, that. But you know, even by then, um, I remember what fifth fifth grade, you know, ninety one, ninety two. So the whole Saturday morning thing for me is kind of wearing off to a point. Yeah. You know, me I too. wanted to, I saw Batman, and you know, I still love Ninja Turtles. Um, only show I really cared about, you know, other than um, the wrestling blocks. There were two different wrestling blocks on two different channels. That I would uh, check out, but uh, um, well, they showed they showed Darkwing Duck, which also came on, you know, uh, afternoons. Mm-hmm. But uh, they had a version of Land of the Lost. I-, I talked about Land of the Lost from the '80s. No, not that one. There's a def- another one they made. Yeah, they had a remake in the '90s. Yeah, which eh, I mean, I don't have the same nostalgia for it that I do for the old one. But it wasn't as it wasn't as campy as the original. They, they had CG dinosaurs. Yeah, which I mean wasn't the best CG in the world, but it was yeah, still right. early '90s. Mm-hmm. You know, and it wasn't the Sid and Marty Croft uh, costumes and puppets and stuff that they used to use. Yeah, it, it was more Hollywood type animation for the lizard people. I forget what they're called. Yeah, me too. But uh, so I mean, I, I watched that you know here and there. Um, I really like the Pirates of Dark Water. Oh yeah. devoured by dark water. Only Ren, a young prince, can stop it by finding the lost 13 treasures of rule. At his side is an unlikely but loyal crew of misfits. At his back, the evil pirate lord, Blood, who will stop at nothing to get the treasures for himself. Adventure with the Pirates of Dark Water. Yeah. Now that was I know we talked about toys last episode, but that was a set of toys that I had almost the complete set of almost. I had No, I take it back. I had the two main bad guys. I had three of the good guys. But I bought all of them on clearance, and I bought them, like, way after I was, should have been playing with toys, but I still... <laughs> they were good toys, though. Toys, you know? I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they articulated much, but all the detail of, like, the, the costumes and the, the, the 
paint and the faces and everything like that really look good. Yeah, they had a lot of detail. Um, they only moved at the shoulder and they would sit down, but they, they had a lot of detail. They had a lot of, they had several weapons that came with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were really cool. Yeah. So I mean, other than that, I mean, they uh, they brought back the Adams Family um, show from the seventies. Mm-hmm. They put it back on just because um, the show, the Adams Family movie was out. And they brought yeah. it back, and so that was kind of cool, just because I, it, it, I don't, I don't know, I just kind of liked. Uh, I think that's when I first started kind of um, taking a liking to some of the older, like sixties and seventies uh, cartoons. They say like on on, on um, Sunday mornings they would show Bullwinkle and stuff, so yeah. like that, you know. So the Adams Family thing, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool, you know, just kind of seeing this little cartoon. But I mean, I didn't tune in that often to that. Um, I'm trying to think. There was something. There was. They made it. Oh, Sonic showed up. Sonic, yes, yes, yes. So, yes. Now there were, if you don't know, there were two Sonic shows. There's one that was on during the during the week, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. That one sucked. That yes. one had the same sort of shitty animation that, like I said, <laughs> Bobby's World and these mm-hmm. other shows had. But then there was another show, uh, which fans called called Sonic Sat Ham, S A T A M. Yeah, which was a Saturday morning show, which was a really sort of more serious take on on uh, Sonic. Right. It was was it spun off of, or was the comic spun off of uh, the show? The comic was no, the comic was first. Okay. And then they, so they created the show. Yeah. So right. Archie Comics had been had been uh, publishing this uh, Sonic comic book, which sort of. You know, gave the video game more of a backstory other than than uh, Robotnik. I refuse to call him Eggman. Nah, he's Robotnik. I, I, he's yeah, Robotnik. I don't care what the Japanese name is. Eggman sounds like sounds stupid. Robotnik sounds more menacing. You know, Eggman sounds like something that belonged on that uh, that Daily Show. Yeah, yeah, but you know, the basic story of Sonic the Hedgehog. Is Robotnik is is kidnapping all the woodland creatures and turning them into robots. That's why when you pounce on on one of the robot animals in the game, a little bird or a little squirrel pop out and run away. So the Saturday morning show sort of expanded on that, and you'd see these huge factories where they were kidnapping these anthropomorphic anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. And putting them through these factories and turning them into robots. And uh, there, there was a princess that that uh, ooh, I forget the name of the forest, but uh, the the show is actually on. I believe it's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm sure it is. The original one. It's the, either Netflix or Hulu. Um, it's worth it. It's worth a watch. I mean, that comic series is still going on even now. Yeah, it is. I've seen it. You know, it's a. It, it was a good show. It's different than that Sonic X anime that came over in 2000, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it. This was, I'm pretty, pretty sure, an American production. Right. But that was a good show. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, by then, I would tune in. Like, I would. I would I would check out I would see Batman although they started showing Batman on um on weekday afternoons so 
Saturday wasn't as important to me anymore. But yeah. X Men, X Men, you know that was that was Saturday mornings. So I'd come back for that, and I think right after X Men was, was uh, wrestling. Yeah, um, see, that was the the thing with Fox. They they were kind of like uh, Channel Eleven or the local affiliate stations, where they would show cartoons in the morning before school, Monday through Friday, and then there'd be a two-hour block or an hour block right after school, you know, from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. They showed cartoons then, too. Right. Which, yeah, was usually Batman and then something else. And Batman, and for a while it was Tiny Toons, and I think it went to Animaniacs, and then... Yeah, and uh, and then those both jumped to WB. Right. Whatever that stuff. I guess all of them did, really, but... Well, yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, there was that. But then other... Okay, so to come full circle back around, you were talking about that Thanksgiving we were in the hotel. We set our alarms early to catch one show. Do you remember what that was? I do not. It was uh, Game Pro TV. Oh, yeah. And that was a show, I mean, exactly what you think. It was the Game Pro magazine that they'd spun off into a, a, a half-hour TV show where they would give you tips and tricks, but they'd also do a lot of previews and reviews of games. And I didn't have a lot of money for games back then on my Nintendo or, or, or Sega or Super, whatever I had at the time. So that was like that was my portal. I lived vicariously through that show. You know, it was before there were no, there were no game trailers or anything like that. You know, that was that that was that was the show. So that's what I would I would uh I would, I would get up early. The show came on like six six or six thirty in the morning. I would get up and watch that. I remember um, that now. Yes, and it was hosted by uh, J.D. Roth, who does not age. All he does is host game shows and game-related shows. Not anymore. He's probably a skeleton now. No, he's hosting some show on uh, on, on some on some random channel. Oh, I he is? Him. Yeah. He's still doing the same shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and then there were two shows in the morning. Now, I know this show debuted in the uh you know in the uh I guess well, well it's not prime time but you know prime Saturday morning time you know between 8 and 10 or 8 and 11 uh but they it, I guess it didn't really have a following but the, the channel kept it they put it early in the morning the show called Cadillacs and Dinosaurs didn't make a whole lot of sense but I, I know it's based off some some comic yeah it's based off uh acclaimed comics I think it was okay and for what it's worth, I like that show. It just seemed, you know, I like the action in it. And it was just, it was, yeah, I like the animation, the art and everything. So I would, I would watch that right after Game Pro. And then, I want to say maybe later that year or before. I'm kind of, my, my concept of time is kind of fuzzy here. But there was a show. Do you, do you, did you know of this one at all? I don't know where it originated from. I don't know when the show was created. But... It was called T-Rex, and it came on Fox, like early, early, like 5.30 in the morning. I don't remember. It was a show, it was like these five, um, these five dinosaur brothers, they were kind of like, they were performance artists, they had like a little stage show. It was was sort of like a noir, sort of a 1930s or 40s setting, Mm -hmm. but then they were, um, in secret, they were crime fighters, and their code name was, they were T-Rex. Which I, that stood for something T you know R E X, uh, and then, but their all their gear and their vehicles were like futuristic. 
and all the guns and everything like that. You know, when they had, you know, when you had like the the, the crime boss where it's almost all put, you know, saying put them on ice and something like that. The guns were actually coolers; they actually froze people, so they didn't actually kill anybody, but they would freeze them for a certain amount of time depending on what they set it on. Oh yeah, I just found it here. I just found it on the Internet Bible from, 90, from a, 92 to 93. Okay, so right there. Yeah, okay. I don't that, remember the show. but I remember waking up too early for GamePro one day, and that was on. I'm like, wow, this is this is, this is kind of cool. So that was my trilogy. It was that, GamePro, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. I would, you know, by then my brother and sister would be up. They'd, you know, I think my brother was the main one watching stuff at that point. Or my sister might have watched something or whatever. But then, you know, those shows I talked about before, like, you know, uh, X-Men and Batman, and then uh, I tuned out until wrestling came on, and uh, yeah, at that age, that's all Saturday morning was for me anymore. Oh, I do remember this show now. I'm looking it up on YouTube, I'm looking at pictures. I remember this show. Uh, T-Rex? Yeah. T-Rex. <laughs> T-Rex. <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah. Okay, Cool. I'll have to do some more research on that after we're done here. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was pretty good. I'll have to look into it too, see how it uh, see how it holds up. But uh, what about you, man? Anything? Um... I mean, no. From I think from '92 to '96, I was in high school. So mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing I was really still watching was X Men because I had just about ninety. One or so, I'd started getting into comics, and so you know, I was watching X Men, Turtles. I kind of fell out of because they went yeah, weird. They added the secondary mutations where they turned into like giant monster turtles, and, there's, and I think Shredder died, and they had a new bad guy in there. I don't even remember that. That's how far removed I was from uh, yeah from it Turtles just, at that point. It wasn't fair. I, I mean, it really turned into me watching. Strictly Fox from like the nine o'clock hour on, mm-hmm. just to watch The Tick, to watch X Men, um, and that was it really. Yeah, I I always had, had to make sure I saw X Men at, at nine thirty or ten thirty, whatever it was. But that was it. But by the time I hit ninety three, ninety four, yeah. And see, it's easy for us to say. It, that was kind of like where it died because by then we had gotten older and we we're just kind of moved on from it all. But really, that just co- happens to coincide with when Saturday mornings really started to die. Yeah, because like we said, you know, by then um, networks were showing, you know, they weren't putting out a whole lot of new stuff. They're showing blocks, hour-long blocks of stuff, and for, repeats uh, of stuff. Yeah, repeats and uh, some original stuff that maybe wasn't so good. And uh, I think. <sighs> Was it ABC where they just they just said fuck it and all they started spinning off all the uh, movie properties like Little Mermaid and oh, CBS all the, CBS okay yes yeah, CBS Aladdin. had Aladdin and Little Mermaid yeah and then uh, I mean and then you know like I said NBC dropped completely out they just yeah they showed all uh, you know news related stuff and then they had like a block called uh, TNBC which uh, I guess we'll talk about that another day yeah which was the live action shows. Yeah, and then, and then like '96 was the last year that any of the stations did anything on Saturday mornings, except for 
the WB, I think, still had shows on. But it wasn't right. until like 99 when uh, the major networks started putting some sort of product back on TV. Uh, CBS did a lot of, uh, or maybe it was ABC, did a lot of educational cartoons. Yeah. A lot of, I think it was CBS because they had bought the rights to VeggieTales or something. But they, they took all of the religious stuff out and just had the, you know, be good to people type stuff in there and manners. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it was CBS. So you know they what? were showing that. They, they were showing educational shows by then. You know, another thing I remember happening is uh, those those shows, um, because uh, Pokemon was a, was a, was a juggernaut. And so... You got a bunch of shows that were... I don't know if they were actually Japanese or not. Or some of them... I don't know if they were... But you had stuff like uh, like Yu-Gi-Oh! And, oh, yeah. That's... And, and Digimon and Card Captors. And you had a bunch of shows exactly like that where you'd walk around collecting cards and shit. Yeah, that's when, when anime started getting big. Because Pokemon was on WB by then. You know, during every day. So then, yeah, we get card captors and Monster Rancher, Digimon. So that's pretty much where Fox went for a while. Fox became pretty, pretty much all uh, uh, anime imports. They had, like, the Kirby cartoon on Saturday mornings for a while. That was from uh, Japan. They had the Ultimate Muscle. Oh, yeah, like we talked about. Yeah, that, that was uh, anime import. So yeah, that that's uh that happened about ninety nine, two thousand. But uh, I mean, we could go on on for a while, but let's uh, <laughs> let's bring this show to a close as we have come to the close of the nineties here. Yeah, just uh. Kind of uh, just to kind of put a wrap on things, at least from my perspective, man. Um, like we said, man, it was appointment television. You know, every every week. You know, actually, I remember my mom used to just call it. You know, she would send us to bed on on purpose early on Fridays, really, because she just wanted to put us to sleep. You know, mm-hmm. we were little kids, so you know, you gotta get up early because you know, you want, is it tomorrow's cartoon day. So you know, before we even really understood the concept of you know days of the week and sat you know saturday you know friday saturday so you know that was it was cartoon day you know so right uh from you know that was like i said it was, it was serious business back then man you were a kid back then because you know, you didn't have you didn't have these uh constant uh channels and or blocks on channels where you just had cartoons all the time you know, that was your time to get them you know, you know so uh yeah i mean Flipping channels all throughout the day, just find everyone else is on, you know, even <laughs> before you can even tell time, you know, just I, 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 I remember, you know, having, especially in the 80s, in this one house we, we used to live in, had a basement where we had like a huge, um, or this huge at the time anyway, probably like a 32 inch TV, um, <laughs> with, <laughs> with, uh, you know, we just go down there in the morning, we sit and we wait, and then all the shows beyond, we just veg out for hours, you know. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yep. I mean, that was... You know, that's part of why this show exists, really. 
Yeah. I mean, Saturday mornings were were our time when you were a kid. It's those memories that have created this show. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because we, I mean, it's still a whole lot, especially in the 80s, man. We skipped over a whole lot of stuff. This is just so much. You can't get it in there, man, because they switched up lineups all the time and stuff would come in and out. And that, <clears throat> I don't know if they had so much blocks, but they rotated stuff in and out of there. Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, like we didn't talk about Turbo Team, you know, and some, some oh, of the Turbo stuff that was out there. Yeah, yeah, I mean there was I mean plethora of stuff. Yeah, so definitely look, look out for a uh, for us to talk about this again for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely some type of follow up here. Yeah, there's there's a lot of shit we we missed that we need to touch on. So uh, until next time, of course our website is uh, www.deathcakespod.podomatic.com. You can interact with us at Twitter, we're at DeathCakesPod, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash DeathCakesPodcast. We're also on Tumblr at DeathCakesPodcast, no, it's, what is it? (laughs) DeathCakesPod. Yeah, DeathCakesPod.tumblr.com. Yes, sir. Uh, Instagram is DeathCakesPod. Yep, and I actually did put one picture up there since the last oh, time we spoke. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to go check it out. I haven't even looked. You've seen it before, but uh, I just hadn't posted it to Instagram. But yeah, so that's that. You know, that I'm kind of trying to make that my mission for the new year to kind of revitalize that because you know it's we just kind of let it fall by the wayside, like like uh, like the major networks did Saturday mornings in the mid '90s. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to bring it back. Yeah, so uh, happy 2014 and stay on the lookout. We're doing bigger and better things this year. Uh, be on the lookout next month for another I, Mini the Fool. Yep. Where we're talking about God knows what. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But uh, anyway, till next time. See ya. See ya. Instead of fight. I'm diving from a piece of metal.
should have yo. Slip your butt to the fix of this mix. Force that briefcase is time to let loose. Cause you work like heck to get the weekend check. So unfasten that sleeper on your neck. Connected like a vibe from the wheel to the foot. Come on, everybody, get the funky output. I reminisce to a bounce rock stage low fest to impress Hey pretty diamond, do you like the way I'm dressed? Cool, keep the faith and be my mate Cause all we need is feet But promote the hustle cause it keeps me thin No need to talk, Luke, we just walked in Let's zip on by, zippity-doo, now let's zip on by, feed on the weed and we're feeling high, sun is on thick and the cheese are rolling thick, come on, it's no time to hide, season is twist, spinning and winning, no hack and sack, let, let me in, spill on the bottom away, but it's okay, ha, it's a Saturday. Now let's all get baked like Anita, watch Mr. Lawn, don't look at the Peter. Feel on the farm, I'll feel on the, hey, watch that, it's a Saturday. Now is the